you, Jesus. Amen. Every year we have certain things that we process in Papa's house. In 2018, when we started, the Holy Spirit said three things about how this year will be true. And He said it's a year of supernatural glory. And then, you know, sometimes the word glory kind of makes us think like glory means uh, it's going to be a Michael Jackson smoke mission or is glory, is it mean like I'm going to roll on the floor and I'm going to go nuts? Is glory means what? Glory means is the mind of God, the culture of God, the heavy weight of God, the weightiness of God. And and he said it's going to be three levels my glory is going to manifest. And number one, it's going to be a glorious mind. People will have glorious mind. The minds will be according to the mind of Christ. And then he said it's going to be glorious families. And the third one, it's going to be glorious ministries. So those are the three things the Holy Spirit spoke to us uh, about 2018. Glorious minds, glorious families, and glorious ministries. And looking back, I mean, we are at the tail end of 2018. I'm looking back and I'm thinking myself like, wow, it is true. God has really helped me personally to have that impartation of glorious mind. And then looking at my family... My son, many of you know the story, two years ago he was diagnosed of autism and uh, the Holy Spirit said, no, don't put that label on him. He's not that. And God has set him free. And you can see 2018, he just finished, he's got his Australian syllabus, he's following. And uh, he could able to write his name, he could write all the alphabets, he could, he could write the numbers, you can count up to 20. And he, he wrote me a letter. One day I was in Switzerland. He wrote me a small letter saying, Daddy, I love you. I miss you. And, uh, <laughs> and looking at it, glorious families. And then looking at glorious ministry, you know, when we started Papa's House, it was really challenging looking at how it all started. And the first, the only person that knows when we started was Louis was here. It was four years ago. We got kicked out. Uh, we were running on top of a coffee day. And uh, the landlord kicked us out, and then we moved to Seven Spice, uh, and uh, and that's where we all started last year. And God has been so faithfully adding key people; they can be part of as a family who can come alongside, help us out. And looking back, all those what happened, it's truly, it's amazing. The word of the Lord is always true. The opinion of people changes. But the opinion of God never changes. I have written down a few things here and we're going to process. So how we're going to do is, I will share a few thoughts now. Questions to ponder. And I wrote down four questions. Two questions regarding 2018. Two questions about 2019. And I wrote down here, so it's good to process. Why I'm telling you this, let me have a, a couple of minutes with you before you go into this. We have no clue what we ate last week. We have, time flies like crazy. We have no clue what we did last week. We have no clue wh- how many movies we watched. Today. We have no clue how many times we went and bought shopping stuff. We have no clue because we are running in a time fast pace. It's good to pause, ponder, and reflect and move forward. That's why we are here. It's not about just me telling you what the Lord said. Of course, I'm going to share my thoughts. But I think Papa's house... It's not about knowing about God. It's knowing God. Amen. You don't come to church to know about God. You come to church to know God. Knowing about God, we can go and get it in any seminary or Google will help us better. 
Anyway, so four questions are here. First two questions, I'll just uh, briefly talk about it. Write down two or three things you can identify the hand of God or favor of God over your life in this year 2018. Name those breakthroughs, divine interventions or miracles you have encountered. You know, I'll tell you one. You know, one of the things that the CBI walked in and, and they said, uh, we heard about you. And uh, this is what we heard about you. And it's, some of you might know what we went through. And the cops all came, took pictures. And I remember I was in this room, locked the door, and I, I felt the Holy Spirit said, the Egyptians, you see them today, you will never see them tomorrow. And, and I walked out with that sense of fear, but at the same time, the word of the Lord. And we are not even a big ministry or whatever. I don't know why the heck they have to come. But the guy introduced himself with a Hindu name. And then his assistant, he's saying, this is my assistant, a CB officer. His name is Emmanuel. Amazing, no? God has a sense of humor, right? <laughs> the assistant name is Emmanuel. God is with us. And Emmanuel says, Sir, this is what happening right now in India nationally. We are after the emergent new generation churches. And uh, I still remember the divine hand of the Lord. Never came back. The guy called me on the phone on the next day and he said, Your case is closed. I don't know why it was open. I'm glad it's closed. Amen. So that's one thing. I can share more, but I thought I'll just give you an example. Number two, how would you describe your life this year, 2018? Adventures or conquered new territories, I mean personally or physically or spiritually or any disappointments, betrayals or fulfillment of God's promises. You know, sometimes, you know, we talk about David one Goliath. It's a good story, but we never talk about David miserably failed discipling his own children. We never talk about David messed up with this other man's wife. We never talk about some of those betrayal. Bible says, David says, the brother who dipped bread with me betrayed me. Sometimes we don't talk about bad stuff. You feel like it's not good to talk about it. But let's write it down. Let's talk about it. God, yes, I went through betrayal. I went through disappointment. You know, betrayal happens when we are so close and you trust that person and then they just blur it out, you know. And it happens in, in the church. You know, we, we uh, and I read on the other day, I don't know whether you guys know Leonard uh, Ravenhill. Anybody heard about Leonard Ravenhill? Uh, he's uh, one of the greatest minds. God used him in the early 19th century. And he said something. Christians don't lie and gossip, but they just go to church on Sunday and sing songs. Basically, it's all lies. Use me, Lord, but... <laughs> you know, and he said, Christians don't lie to one another. They don't gossip. They just go to church on Sunday and sing all the lies as songs. When I read that quote, I felt like, oh my God. You know, it's like, how many times I say, Lord, here I am. But then I'm thinking, use him, you know. <laughs> but here I am, use him, you know. It, that's kind of a thing. But what are some of the challenges you went through? Write it down. Those are the two things, just to reflect. Okay, we will take some minutes and talk about it. Number three, what is the Lord speaking to you about 2019? If you've been hurt, you cannot see clearly 2019. You will hurt people hurt. That's a very basic principle, you know. So, 
So what is the Lord speaking to you? Maybe you don't have anything. Maybe you are blank. You are just, I have no clue what God is speaking. I don't have a, have a clue. That's why I wrote down the fourth one. What is your personal desire, dream you have for 2019? Maybe you don't, you have not heard anything from God, but you have some nudges in you. Maybe bring that nudge before the Lord. Maybe you share that, Lord, this is what I feel. You know, this is what I would like to. Maybe I would like to have a peaceful marriage. Maybe I would like to have my career finished. Maybe I would like to have my church being established. Maybe I would like to have new souls being added. Maybe I would like to, you know, just write down the dreams. Because this is not going to come back to me. You are not going to share it anywhere. This is going to stay in your Bible or wherever. Or you can put it somewhere that you are going to look at it and say, yes, this is what the Lord did. You know, that's why it's so important to remember. Bible says, it's a beautiful verse. I don't know for all the good things what the Lord has done. What can I do? I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. Amen. For all the good things, we have no clue what to do. But we know we will take the cup of salvation. So I, I want to take some time. Maybe you will take like a five to seven minutes. You know, we, we are not in a hurry. I thought we would just take some time. We will write it down. And the best would be like, you know, find somebody. Pray with that person, you know. That's why make it easier. So it's, it's like say, hey man, this is what I, I feel. But I want you to pray with me, you know. It's good to chat, share and pray for one another. You know, it's the, one of the miserable things people, people go through during this year end time is the sense of loneliness. They're like, I don't know, man, who is there for me. And, but I want to tell you, Daddy God is with you. Amen. 2018 maybe was not the best year for you. But what God is going to unleash for you 2019 is going to be greater. Awesome. Amen. Isaiah 65 verses 18. It starts from 17, but I'll read verse 18. Pay close attention now. I am creating new heavens and new earth. All the earlier troubles, chaos and pain. All the things of the past to be forgotten. And this is verse 18. Look hired with joy. Anticipate what I am creating. Can we say this again? Look hired with joy. Come on everybody. Look hired with joy. Anticipate what I am creating. And this year, 2019, I feel the Lord is directing us to look hired with joy. Amen. Look hired with joy. Grab someone and say, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Just give them a hug. Say, Happy New Year. Look hired with joy. Happy New Year. I just have few thoughts to share. So if you have a habit of taking notes, that will be really good because uh, I just, I thought, you know, how to start this year. I've been praying. Uh, I didn't get this verse last night or yesterday. Almost 15 days ago, uh, we were in the year end fast. We were praying and asking the Lord and the Holy Spirit was like speaking to us uh, from this passage. You know, sometimes when you read a passage, you just read and then sometimes when you read a passage the passage jumps out of the passage and I felt the Lord was saying 2019 I want you to ponder on this pray over this so I have few thoughts I will share this with you I believe it's going to be helpful for you 
one of the best translations right now I'm doing is message version. So I'm going to share from the message version. So you can go home and look from that. So the first one, I felt the Lord was saying, I am creating new heavens and new earth. And I felt the Holy Spirit was saying that this is a season where you will be entering into a new spiritual climate. It's almost like a new ecosystem God is going to put over you. That you will be entering into a new spiritual climate. Because how many of you know that greenhouses, they may be going through so much outside bad temperature. But the greenhouse has a perfect temperature, perfect condition that the plants grow and bear fruits. And I believe God is calling us as a church to have a a parapluie per se in French they call it umbrella where you come under God's ecosystem so that he can create something new in us. Amen. Say say to someone, you are not alone. You are not alone. You are part of the ecosystem. Amen. So I believe when we are alone, that's where the enemy targets us. The greatest challenge the enemy does is he divides and then he rules. That's why he divided us. Through caste he divided us. Through regionalism, he divided us. Now we are talking North Indian, South Indian. Even South Indian, Chennai and Kanyagumri is divided. You know, we are so divided. That's not going to be anymore. Because under God's ecosystem, he is going to do something new. Amen. And then it says, number two, all the earlier troubles, chaos, pain. These are three things mentioned here in the message version. Troubles, say with me, troubles, chaos, pain. All these things of the past to be forgotten. So what is the troubles, chaos, pain? I suggest troubles, chaos, pain suggest three things. Bitterness, jealousy and disappointment. See, bitterness comes from troubles that we encountered in life. Challenging stuff. Chaos comes from places where we felt jealousy. Why God promoted this person? Why she got married I am not married. Why this person got this? That's jealousy. You know, and I love what Joyce Mayer says. Joyce Mayer says, the moment somebody gets promoted, you thank God for other person's victory, God will give your own victory. Amen? If somebody gets their victory, if somebody drives their new Java bike, Amen? And I say, God, I thank you. That's one of my dream list, but I don't know whether it will happen or not. But, you know, I say, God, I thank you for the Java. Amen. I may go through TVS 50, but I thank you for the Java because I'm not jealousy, you know. So the third one is the pain. You know, the pain comes from the disappointment. And that's what we dealt with this 2018. We left that pain in the altar of God. And look what God is saying. God has called us. This is what I wrote down. God has called us to live in the present and look forward in the future, never to live and dwell in the past. And Bill Johnson says this, and I hope I quote correctly. Every time when we visit our past without the blood of Jesus, we are bringing condemnation in our lives. Every time when I visit my past without the blood of Jesus, I am bringing condemnation in my life. We have no right to visit our past without the blood of Jesus. Amen. Let's make that clear in our conscience. That's why I pray and I prophesy over you as Papa's house and those who are listening online that you will live a condemnation-free lifestyle in 2019. Amen. How are we going to do this? By focusing God-focused, not giant focus. Amen. Number three, 
It says here, this is the key verse. Look ahead with joy. Circle that word joy. Joy is nothing to do with happiness. I have said this before. You can be sad going through so many problems, still you can be joyful. Why? Because it is an attitude, your position of your heart. And that's why I wrote down here, it is a choice we make, not by mere human will, but by intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Joy cannot be produced by hanging out with buddies. Joy cannot be produced by just being with fellow people. Joy can be only produced by an intimate connection with the Lord Jesus. I tell you my friends, I don't know how was 2018 for you, but 2019, plug in to the source. Plug in. Plug in. I believe God is about to release great open breakthroughs. This is what I wrote down. It is a year of new beginnings. 2019, it is a year of new beginnings. But those new beginnings has to be sustained by prayer and intimacy. Amen? Then the fourth one. Anticipate what I am creating. What does that mean? Never give up on the promises of God. I wrote down here, don't reduce your theology into what didn't happen. Hold on to the word of God. Many times we reduce the theology. Yeah, 2018 didn't happen. So I'm not sure if I can still trust. When I was 18 years old, the Holy Spirit said, you will go to all the nations and preach the gospel. I have been only to 109 countries. There are still 150 countries to go. I'm 42 already. But I am holding on to the Lord. He who call me is faithful. Amen. He who call me is faithful. And that's the thing. We believe that this city of Vellur is going to be clean, green and beautiful. Amen. It's not clean right now. It's not green right now. It is not beautiful right now. But we hold on to the promise of God. Amen. The Vellurians are going to be loving kind and hospitable. Maybe it's not so much like now, but it's going to happen. Why? Because we hold on to the promise of God. 2018, I may not experienced, but God didn't die in 2018. God is still alive in 2019. I'm going to hold on to that. Amen? So, this is what I wrote down. Anticipate what I am creating. That means, never give up. Look at someone say, you don't give up. Huh? You are not a quitter. Because you are a leader. Leaders don't quit. Fifth point. I will create Jerusalem. A sheer. The word sheer means pure, complete joy. And create my people a pure delight. What does that mean? He has created us for joy and delight. He has created us. Isaiah 65. He has created for joy and delight. Amen. That means you are not just an accident. You are not just somebody who is just one of those 7 billion people or 1.2 billion people. You are created with joy and delight. And this is what God is saying. It's kind of flipping around here. I will take joy in Jerusalem and he takes delights in my people. That means he takes great joy and delights not only in us but also in the city where we live in. Amen. Can I tell you something? Because of you, God wants to bless the city. Amen. Put your hand up there and say, Because God delights in me, wherever I live, this city, Vellur, for example, is going to be blessed. When I go to Kerala, 
that's going to be blessed. When I go to Delhi, because God delights in me, pollution is going to decrease. In Jesus' name. Amen. We have to believe what God says. Not what people say. What, what statistics says. Facts reveal just facts. Truth sets us free. Amen. Big difference between facts and truth. Facts are just mere datas. But truth is the one that sets us free. And we have to hold on to the truths. Lot of Christians hold on to the facts. You know brother, 1.8 million people out of that only 2% get this disease. I am one of them. They are so facts oriented, not truth oriented. Out of this 365,245 people, 1% gets. I am one of them. No. That's facts. Truth sets me free. Amen. Say, I am a man or you can say I am a woman of truth. Amen. Alright. So, it goes on and on. It says, no more sounds of weeping in the city. No cries of anguish. No more babies dying in a cradle. Or old people who don't enjoy the full of lifetime. 100th birthdays will be considered normal. Anything less seem like a cheat. They will build houses and move in. They will plant fields and eat what they grow. What is the Lord was saying here? It is time for establishing what God has put in your heart. Amen. Because everyone has a dream. And you feel like you've been all these years until 2018. You feel like you're wandering around. Now God is saying, I'm going to plant you. I'm going to take you deeper. You will plant vineyards. You will build houses. You know, building houses talks about security. Planting vineyards talks about provision. This year, 2019, God is going to be your provision, your provider, and God is going to be your security. Amen. There are two things you needed for a family. A pillar and a foundation. Foundation is the father. Pillar is the mother. That's why the children find comfort in the mother. And without foundation, every house collapses. These two are important. We have some parents here. My, my in-laws are here. You know, and this is very important. And God is saying, you will build houses. What does that mean? You will create a place where people will feel secure. But you will also plant vineyards where you will have provision. Amen. Wherever, if you have your wallet, put your hand on your wallet and say, I will this year 2019, I will not grow in debt, but I will grow in abundance. Amen. If there was a debt, it's going to be cancelled in Jesus' name. Because you know how it's going to be cancelled? It's not going to be cancelled magically. Okay, let me tell you. There is no magic show Jesus does. There are some principles you have to follow. One of the principles is you honor God. Amen. How do you honor God? By giving what He has given you. That's why we never take offering in Papa's house. Why? Because you can't take from people. You have to give. You have to give. God loves a cheerful giver. Anyway, so look at this. For my people will be long lived as trees. My chosen ones will be satisfaction in their work. They won't work and have nothing come out of it. They won't have children snatched out from their arm. They are themselves are plantings blessed by God with their children and grandchildren. Likewise, God blessed. 
Before they call out, I will answer. Before they have finished speaking, I have heard. Wolf and lamb will grace in the shame, madam. What does that mean? Divine favor. We as a sheep send among the wolves. Amen. Wolf and lamb. You may be the lamb that's been sent among the wolves, but God will give you favor. Amen. Around you, everybody. You know, I heard on the other day, one of my friend was telling about another friend. His senior uh, was talking about uh, this particular friend don't watch cinema. And uh, they were telling, oh, before you leave my department, I will make sure you watch cinema. It's like trying to push people into doing something. I believe God has kept you as lamb in the wolves. But you will stand there. You will find the favor of God. Some of you are doing your bond, but God will find. You will give you favor. Amen. You will midst of wolves, but it will not harm you. Say, I may me go through the valley of shadow of death, but I am not going to be hurt. Why? Because of his rod and his staff comforts me. Amen. All right. Look at this. Lion and ox eat straw from the same trough, but snakes, they will get a diet of dirt. I love the message version. <laughs> that means, any bee has been conquered and has no say in our destiny. That's what means. Enemy's diet of dirt means, enemy's word does not affect my destiny. Amen? So many times we are enemy focused. Brother, this happened. Brother, that happened. No. We are God focused. He said to me, I will plant vineyards. He said to me, I will plant houses and build. He said to me, expect what I am creating. He said to me, I look hired with joy. So I am going to look hired with joy. Amen? Alright. So, this is what I wrote down. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so, through Him, Amen. Is spoken to us by the glory of God. 2 Corinthians 1.20 See, the Bible has got 7,700 promises. Okay? We don't know all those promises. But how do we know the promises? By meditating on the word. If you open only the Bible on Sundays, then the rest of the days other things. What we are doing is, walk with Christ has become a trail path and walk with the world has become a freeway. Let's change it. Let's change it. Let's take more time and dwell in the presence of God. And I want to finish off by saying this. It's very easy to wrap this thing because we are about to take the communion now. I wrote down here four prophetical declarations over 2019. Okay? And it's going to be easier to remember. You can take a printout, put it on a fridge or on a bathroom mirror, wherever you see it, wherever you can Think about it because I believe it's not just the goofy feeling or a nice feeling you got on the year-end service like this. But I believe it's a continual thing. I believe you have to carry it through the next 365 days. Amen. So, I wrote down four declarations. What are we going to take out from this Isaiah 65 from verses 17 to 25? What is the takeaways? Four declarations. Very simple. I look back. And I see his blood covered my past. I look forward and I am excited for the future he has in store for me. Therefore, I am joyful today. 
Amen. Can we say this? I'm going to repeat this slowly so you can repeat after me. I look back and see his blood covered my past. I look forward and I'm excited for the future he has in store for me. Therefore, I am joyful today. So you choose joy today. People ask you, hey, what's going to happen this year? Are you going to get promoted? Are you going to get your uh, new house? Are you going to be... I don't know, but I know he said this, but I'm going to be joyful now. Amen? That's why it's called present. Present, it's today. We don't mess around on the present. Enemy likes to mess around our present. So I am choosing joy today. Number two, I am not going to be anchored in bitterness, jealousy and disappointment, but I am going to be anchored in the promises of God. Amen? Can we say this? I am not going to be anchored in bitterness, jealousy and disappointment, but I am anchored in the promises of God. One of the promises of God, he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. One of the promises of God is, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. One of the promises, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. One of the promises is, though I walk through the valley, his rod and his staff comforts me. One of the promises says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted. One of the promises is, says, you know what? You are under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. One of the promises says, you may see 5,000 on this side slain, 10,000 on the side right hand, but no evil can come upon you. These are the promises of the living God. Cherish it. Put it in your system. Bless it over, my, over your children. Bless it over the people around you. So people look at you and say, well, this guy has got more problems, but he knows the problem solver. Amen? We are more concerned about the problems, but let's be focused on the problem solver. He paid everything on the cross. This is the third declaration I wrote down here. I am a pure delight and sheer joy in the eyes of God. Wherever I go, I am a delight and joy to others. Amen. 2019. Let's declare this. I am a pure delight and sheer joy in the eyes of God. So wherever I go, I am a delight and joy to others. You know, people sometimes they say, Oh, you are waste. You will never overcome. This is a waste life. What you are doing now, it's come. Your time clock ticking. You are wasting your time. All those nonsense, don't listen to it. Amen? Say this after me. I am a pure joy in the eyes of God. So wherever I go, I am going to be a joy to others. What does that mean? That you will bring the fragrance of God wherever you go. You are not a thermometer. You are a thermostat. You know what is a thermometer? It just checks the temperature. So some people who come to church, they are thermometers. Ah, look at that guy. He's jumping around. Oh, look at this one. He's a frozen popsicle. No, we are a thermostat. We set temperature wherever we go. Amen. People around us will notice because Dr. Jerry is here, because my friend is here, Stephen. Do not 
open the mouth before him why because the power of god reminds him amen amen last one i choose to abide in his presence and enemy has no say into my destiny i believe this very strongly over each and every one of you enemy is defeated we've been highlighting him for so long we've been talking about him for so long but he is defeated let's focus on what christ has done amen so i i believe 2019 look ahead with joy anticipate what god is going to do